0: It only feels like 10 seconds for us, but for them, they've been at it for like half an hour.
1: To be fair, it feels like that when I'm, when we're getting ready. It takes me 10 seconds, it takes her half
0: an hour. <laughs> and in many other things as well, Daniel. Yep. <laughs> I'll take that one. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt. I'm a 30-something with a four-year-old stepdaughter and a pregnant fiance.
1: And I'm Daniel, I'm a 30-something, and I've had kids for a while, ranging from toddlers to teenagers.
0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another Thursday morning of Ramblings of Dan Men, if you're listening to it on Thursday. I hope everyone's all right. Once again, joined by Dan. Dan, what do you get? Oh, no, I messed that up. Dan. (laughs) Dan, what does a burnt pizza, a frozen beer and a pregnant woman have in common? A Sunday evening? An idiot who didn't take it out in time. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, mate? You all right?
1: Yeah, I'm good. I'm good even better now.
0: I cannot tell you how many times I've frozen a beer. Yeah,
1: you see, I don't get that. I'd rather drink a warm beer than, than risk fucking up. Really? <laughs> I've done it once, but you, you open it up and it's just a block of ice, and then when it defrosts, just a, well, I suppose it's like drinking Bud Light.
0: <laughs> watched. I am very happily drinking right now.
1: I'll tell you what oh. I'm drinking when we get to our recommendation section. Ooh. Oh, So, yeah. so before we do, what's the week had in store for you, my friend?
0: Well... I started a new job this week I started on Monday had my first like induction day on Monday I'm well and truly out of my comfort zone (laughs) well and truly out the jobs you know what everyone's lovely that I've seen the job the job is is a good job but you know I've done my job for 10 years now and I I can practically I could do it with my eyes closed and and on some days, I did do it with my eyes closed. I fucking stole my punchline. Yeah. <laughs> so now, coming into a completely different sector. But it's good. It's it, it's out of my comfort zone, and that's probably what I needed, to be honest with you. I am the idiot, and I did mention this to my <laughs> my line manager's line manager, I guess. The, the bigger boss. I am the idiot that decides to have a new job, a new daughter, <laughs> all yeah. at the same time.
1: I did that good, Ian.
0: Do you know what? They knew about it. They were fine about it. Um, like I said, I've got I've gone working well, I, I work for the council now. I'm a, a public sector worker. Um so Becky obviously works in the same kind of place. We're not in the same we're not in the same team or anything, but they know that I have a partner that works at the council and is due to go off on maternity leave and her last day was on Friday, actually. So as I started, she's finished. I mean that happened about
1: thirty-eight weeks ago. What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. God, penny's yeah. dropped.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the penny the penny did drop. Then it took a minute. It took. That's what, a what she said. Oh, yeah. we're
1: rolling <laughs> out tonight.
0: <laughs> you are coming out with them tonight. Um, but yeah, so it's just been kind of settling into into my new job. Organising the woman to pay when I crashed into her last week. Talked about that, so I'm going to meet her at the garage to sort that out. Luckily, she's very nice enough not to go into for insurance, so that's great.
1: I'm sure there's a cap on how much you get for whiplash claims and stuff like that. But since you yeah. started capping it to like 500 quid or something, and the amount of claims
0: dropped. I remember claiming. I did do a whiplash claim. Oh God a long time ago this was like 2008 but in fairness it was warranted because the guy on the opposite side of the road decided to fall asleep hit (laughs) inside of my car and then i spun out and hit a wall and i did do a whiplash claim for that because i think that was very warranted to be (laughs) honest with you as he hit me i slid off and hit the wall and he went onto a head-on collision with the car behind me and I always remember going out and saying, what the chuffing hell are you playing at? And I thought he was drunk. I really, really thought he was drunk. He, he scored nothing on the breathalyzer. I think he was in like a diabetic coma or something. So I felt a little bad bad for him at the time, to be honest, because he completely just passed out at the wheel. But yeah, so I claimed and I got a little bit more than £500, pounds, but I can...
1: That's the most British thing that could ever happen. You've just had a car crash. You put your car into the wall, and then you get out the car and say, "What the chuffing hell are you playing at?" It I'm was, pretty sure you said something a little stronger, but it, it, you're dressing it down for the kids.
0: That's something we've never done before. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when have we ever thought about what we were saying? But yeah, so plan that this weekend. We've, um, you know, we've just been to see some family. Just done some boring stuff. We, well, funnily enough, we actually um, did your recommendation of smashing up the pumpkins and taking them to the the wildlife. Oh, yeah, very and good. Family, Posse, and I did that this week. Uh, sorry, today we've got another massive one. Couldn't carry two. <laughs> this so big. So um, we've got another one to do, nice. uh, and then basically taking it in turns to do a bit of parenting this, this today with Becky's knackered. So we thought the best thing to do was just do a little bit of ha me at Flossy for an hour, her at Flossy for an hour. So oh, I
1: thought oh, you were both looking after Flossy. I thought it was Becky and Flossy looking after you and taking in turns. <laughs> hmm.
0: If you do say to Becky these days, she says, How many kids do you have? She says three. And he goes, Oh, how old are they? Well, newborn, four year old, thirty five year old. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect course. Most women will say that. Well, funnily enough, that's what my mum said to me yesterday. How's your week been, buddy? During the week, it's been busy,
1: but just with, like, little shitty bits and pieces. There's been something on every night, but nothing really to write home about, other than this weekend. But it had been planned in, but she went away with a few of her friends, a few of her friends from school, and they have been to Friends Fest. So it's oh, a, yeah. It's come to Blackpool for a bit. So they planned it in, they were staying over, doing all that which put me firmly in the spotlight of dad mode all weekend. It's been fun. Georgia actually said that yesterday was the second best day of her entire life. <laughs> <laughs> which, to my you know, disappointment, I asked her why the fuck it wasn't number one. Obviously, I didn't say why the fuck. I so said, why the chuff is it number one? And she, said, I can't remember which one number one was. I think it was last week, actually, when we had some fireworks. shows sure how like fickle kids so. are.
0: I'm just going to say, yeah, so what, what did you what did you do to get it to your second best day? Yeah,
1: it w- wasn't even the best day of the month. Fucking great. <laughs> you know what? It was nice. We, we do a lot of stuff as a family. It was nice for me to just do some stuff with them, you know, on my own. But then that led into today, and Georgia had a party planned in. Now, a couple of weeks ago, she came home with this invite from school, and she's like, oh, I've got to go to this party, and then Beth, Figured out the date. She's like, oh, I'm, not, I'm aware. I don't know if she can go. and went, fuck it. It's fine. Don't worry. I'll take her. Not thinking of all the intricacies that are involved around that. And we got up this morning. It was a ninja warrior in Wigan. Oh, yeah. Great for kids. George is all dressed up in a sporty outfit and all that lot. And we had to get there and set off on time. We got there, did all that. But there was a moment of realisation of I've been a dad for a long time, and I've been giving you advice. And around about 10 o'clock this morning, I hit a what the fuck moment of how the fuck do I do with her? <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, Well, can you do me plaits? I'm like, No. Well, can you do me a ponytail? And I'm like, I'll try. I've never done it before. And to be fair I sent a picture to front and back to Beck, and she went, You've not done a bad job there, which I'll take as a compliment. That was but- just. Well, luckily,
0: all my well-earned student loan going to drama school helped me knowing that I can do plats for, like, doing stuff out, like stage costumes and stuff like that. So I can actually do a plat. I'm not very good at them, but I'm sure I will learn a little bit more. I tried uh, once,
1: and apparently I put it in a massive knot. So,
0: yeah, I can. I had a brief I guess, something that I'm going to have to get used to. Well, not really something I'm going to have to get used to, because it was kind of my fault. Well, it wasn't my fault. It was my doing. But just this reala- realisation that in, in the next couple of weeks, I will be severely, severely in the minority in our household, because I'll have three <laughs> women to deal with. And yesterday, just, just at the minute, I'm uh, I'm growing the hair out a little bit, or at least I'm I'm thinking about it, and... We're getting to man-bun territory at the minute. And yesterday, I, um, you know, if this was 18 years ago, I'd look perfectly fine with wearing a hairband. David Beckham popularised it and stuff like that. Unfortunately, the hairband I was wearing was pink and glittery. I was was that guy.
1: You can't see it when we're talking, but I'm actually, if you could, I'm shaking my head at you.
0: (laughs) Well, the hair wasn't in my eyes, so it was absolutely fine.
1: There's another way of, of getting your hair at your eyes, and it's
0: called cutting it. Well, yeah, I did think you was going to say this, to be honest with you. but <laughs> You know me, I don't cut my hair for six or seven months at a time.
1: I know it's popular, and I know it's fashionable and all that fun shit, but I hate them top knots. Oh, like, do you? It just fucking irritates me. It's just like a little tuft just stinking out. <laughs> it looks like a fucking pineapple. Just... <laughs> <laughs> irritates the shit out of me. Just mm. want to go over and just either take the ponytail out or just fucking cut the fucker off. But b- apparently, you can't because it's ABH or some shit.
0: I, I always admire you. Sometimes when you just got bored, you just used to get the bick out and take the balls.
1: I'm going, well, I'm bored. It's too long. I can't be bothered going to the addresses. I'll just cut it off myself. To be fair, that is a skill that I've learned very heavily into Beck for over the last 18 months. Since wow. Long ago.
0: Of course. Did she get any, was she good at cutting hair? Because it's something that we all had to deal with. She had never done it before. So really? I, I got to the point exactly
1: what you've just mentioned where I was like, well, if it goes wrong, I'll just shave it off. Fuck it. Go on. Use me as your dummy. And the first one wasn't brilliant, but then she gradually got better and better and she just kept doing it and practicing. And to be fair now, I, won't go to any of the barbers,
0: just go to her and let her do it. It's well, great. this is this is kind of the thing as well. Becky Becky did it, ended up doing it as well, and pretty good job. I used to when I when I used to live in Manchester, I used to pay fifty quid for a big hair She'd scream at me if I did that now. Fifty quid for an hair Yeah, right. But I'm gone. You fucking cut your hair, Vidal, so soon. Hear me out, right? I want to like set the atmosphere. So, you get your hair cut. Uh, if you want a beard trim or a shave, you also get that done with, like, a, a facial treatment. And there's no appointments. You have to go in, and it's generally a two-hour wait, okay? But in those two hours, there's a bar, and it's free drinks.
1: I mean, that's not saying much for the standard of haircuts, because you're going to be a half-cut by the time you get to have your hair cut.
0: Well, they Yeah, but we want to be full cut anyway, so...
1: (laughs) You're still not selling it to me. I'd rather just fucking cut myself.
0: The point is I wouldn't get away with that now. So Becky would rather cut my hair. I mean, 50 quid's a lot for a haircut, even by a woman's standards. That was with a shave as well. Good.
1: Well, before we kick into anything else, let's just lean into that party. Because it put me on the spot and it made me feel imposter syndrome genuinely like i'm the guy giving you advice and that's the fucking whole thing with with setting this up i genuinely i felt like what the fuck am i am i actually supposed to be a parent what am i doing i can dry george's her i ain't got a fucking clue how to do how to actually do anything with her i genuinely there's so much stuff that i need back for you know most people sort of take for granted But
0: yeah i see where you're coming from i guess parenting you never you never know all the answers, do you? And it could be something, you know, minor. It could be something major. And you're never going to get everything right. And for me, how how do you make someone's hair? You, you know, where, where do you start from that? And how do you learn that? Because that's not something that, you know, we would automatically do. Flossy now, for example, I, would, I wouldn't touch your hair. You know, if, if Becky's there or Beck's there, they've been doing that kind of thing all their life, literally, haven't they? So...
1: They have, but I don't know if you've ever watched a woman do her. And so I, I met this point where I was feeling imposter syndrome, like, should I even be a dad? Should, should I be here? What the fuck? Should I just should resign? Where do I change jobs? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I didn't go that far. But I, I turned to YouTube and I tried watching a video of how to do her. And I shit you not, it's like every woman that does her has got like a secret handshake. It's like Kung Fu. And it starts off all slow, it's like, oh grab everything in two nice neat piles, separate all the her, and then fucking wah, 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 wah. and she's done some fucking secret handshake, like she's part of the Masons, and the her's fucking half up, half down in some twisted plait that's like tucked under.
0: Maybe maybe what they do is all women have like Doctor Strange powers and they can stop time. <laughs> So it only feels like 10 seconds for us, but for them, they've been at it for like half an hour.
1: To be fair, it feels like that when when we're getting ready. It takes me 10 seconds. It takes her half
0: an hour. (laughs) And in many other things as well, Daniel. Yep. (laughs) I'll take that one.
1: We, uh, should we jump into some Matt and Dan recommendations of the week?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for some recommendations because we've not been um, we've not Netflix that much to be honest with you. So I've got two.
1: One is uh, an entertainment recommendation. So Dexter. Know all, all right, it started. Yeah, it started last Monday actually. I, I misadvised everyone. So it started on the Sunday, it didn't it? Was the Monday? And all I'll say is Dexter's back. You can sort of see where the storyline's going, but it is good. And I think if the rest of the series is judged based off this first episode, it will be a good series. They're sort of rebooting it again. A little bit like when they redid Spider Man, but not the, the second time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the second time didn't exist.
1: Yeah, I know that was shit. Um, highly recommend Dexter. It is good. I, like I said, I've watched it a couple of times all the way through. It's a big investment, but I don't mean financially, I just mean time-wise. Yeah. But that statement right there leads me into what's coming this week, Tiger King
0: 2 or 1.5. Tiger King 2. Well,
1: that's going to be a Netflix, so I, I think that is just going to be full series on the day it comes out.
0: In a weekend or in a day. Fuck yeah. Um,
1: so next week we will be binging the shit out of that.
0: Becky still will not watch the first series with me. She said she watched the first episode and then she didn't get it. Like she will not have it. So I think that's one that I'm going to have to watch secretly on my own when when she's out.
1: I, I've watched it twice and I have still haven't got a fucking clue what it's about. But oh, it's
0: so good. I'll hear her coming downstairs and I'll turn it off and she'll be like, "What have you been watching?" Come um, yeah, pom, <laughs> <Porn. laughs> It definitely wasn't Tiger King. It was porn.
1: Okay, so recommendation number three then.
0: Cloudy lemonade as a mixer.
1: Cloudy lemonade as a mixer. Oh my god! Right, so I've got some rum, some dead man's finger.
0: Oh yeah, man, I've
1: got a bottle of that. Yeah, and I got the cherry one, and I've been mixing it just with normal lemonade, bit of ice, long drink, and it's really good. This week, we ordered some food online, and they didn't have any normal lemonade in. So I had to go with cloudy lemonade, and I thought, well, it's just fucking lemonade at the end of the day. It's just looks a different colour, mixing it anyway, so it's fine. It's a whole other taste sensation. Really? I don't know <laughs> if it's supposed to be, or if I've just yeah. got a shit bottle. If I've not, then there's a recommendation.
0: I mean, I, I think I'd give rum and cloudy lemonade a go. Before Becky was pregnant and we were drinking a bit more than we used to, Becky does not give a shit about mixers, right? So she will put any old stuff with some alcohol. So Becky will come in from a work day and she would have gin and bubblegum or gin and lilt, you know. (laughs) (laughs) She would would have literally any alcohol with any mixer and she could make it taste nice. So gin and... Cherry, uh, cherry Aid was the big one. And that just tastes like alcoholic Cherry Aid. Like, it literally just tasted like Cherry Aid that would get you drunk.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've got the flavoured gins now anyway. Well, so yeah. I, I suppose she's sort she of half ahead
0: of her time. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The trouble is there were flavoured gins as well. So it'd be like rhubarb oh, yeah. and ginger gin with bubblegum. Okay. <laughs> one caveat I
1: will give, the Claudia lemonade and and rum. Is it does look like a really dodgy urine sample. It tastes, yes. If you piss tastes like this, then fucking top me up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you hear about that um, that <laughs> singer uh, that was on the news today? There was yeah. a singer from a band. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's what she, she did. <laughs> she did like cloudy lemonade.
1: Yeah, but the funny thing about that is that she's gone on stage. She said, right, well... I need to go for a piss. Get that guy on stage now. I'm going to piss on his face.
0: Oh, so it
1: was essential. Well, sort of. She asked for someone to come on stage, and he volunteered to come on stage, but she stated what she was going to do and said that I'm going to piss on his face. I need a pee. I can't make it to the toilet, so I'm going right now. It happened, and apparently it's illegal, Uh, wherever it was, the rest of the band has put a tweet out the following day saying we don't condone any of their actions. It definitely won't be happening again. Wow. I I don't know what you can take from that. I mean, don't listen to the lead singer, maybe, unless he's Dave Grohl, in which case definitely listen to him because he will get you into the Hall of Fame.
0: (laughs) So I went watching Garbage years and years ago. It was at like a little outdoor gig and someone had a sex doll and Shirley Manson, the lead singer from Garbage, got the sex doll and for about, well, longer than it was, became uncomfortable, started having sex with said sex doll on the stage. Not literally, like dry humping it, but that was bad enough. <laughs> so, I think it was pretty bad because I was with my dad as well.
1: <laughs> was it your dad's sex doll? Did you not take the sex doll into the
0: crowd? <laughs> oh, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> well, recommendations for me is we we haven't really been watching that much um, TV this week, although we've gone in hard with Vikings. We are well into the second season now. Ragnar's son is back after having about twenty five kids, uh, and he's now a giant. Yep. He's huge now. They're just on the way to go for their, their raid again with the other Earl, hey. who's come back. I mean, no spoilers, but we know who the Earl is. Have they been so, to France yet? No, I'm not there yet. Okay. It may be, I think we're one episode after Ragnar having another baby, and he wasn't very happy about it.
1: What did he name? him?
0: <sighs> Something the Boneless. Ivor the Boneless. Ivor the Boneless, yeah.
1: So Ivor's story arc goes well into Series 6.
0: Um, oh, really?
1: Yeah. He's probably one of the biggest
0: progressions of a character other than Ragnar. i tell you what I have noticed in Vikings is that the timeline is a bit all over the place, isn't it? It's like one episode, six months could have gone by and you didn't realise it. Yeah. Florky's one of my favourites. I love Folky is my favourite character. Lucky. I like I like Althulstein as well, to be honest with you. I do like him.
1: I'm not going to spoil it. He's
0: he's alright. I'd say what I do also like about Vikings as well, is that the way that they cleverly show you what language they're speaking at the time. Yeah, it, that's good. It's really clever how they do that.
1: Yeah, I agree more than keep saying
0: yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know... You know where I'm going with it. So, um, we don't have a series that I could recommend, but I tell you, we did watch a new film on Friday that just came out on Netflix called Red Notice. Have you heard about that? Yeah, but it's it's The Rock. Like,
1: The Rock pretty much just plays the same character in every film. I'm going to watch it at some point. And purely because Ryan Reynolds is in it, and I think he is the epitome of comedy. He's really yeah. funny. Whatever, just the way he delivers stuff, it's just fucking ass. Like... Deadpool is a success purely because of the way he delivers the lines. Yeah. But The Rock just plays this steely-faced, hard guy, going to catch the bad guy, ultimately going to win. He'll have a fight. He'll do rock bottom on someone at some point, push somebody through a wall, and Ryan Reynolds will just insult him all the way through. (coughs) How far off am I?
0: Well, I tell you what, The Rock is very much the supporting character in this film. Like, it is the Ryan Reynolds show all the way through. It's brilliant.
1: That's, that's like, for any film Ryan Reynolds is in, purely because of his humour. This is, like, this is supposed to be Dwayne Johnson's film. He's the leading character, and Ryan Reynolds is supposed to be a supporting act. But he just has this perfect way of just taking the limelight.
0: It's good. It's worth a watch. It's It's your very typical cat and mouse kind of action movie with a couple of twists at the end it do it does get a little bit predictable although i don't think you'd be able to guess and um, a couple of twists that happens it's worth a watch it's a friday night film where you just kind of just watch it for entertainment purposes we really enjoyed it okay although i'll t- I tell you what why, why are we talking about ryan reynolds because you know I've, I've i think i've got a bit of a <laughs> a man crush on him have you watched Free Guy not yet it is amazing that's a great great film you should, okay. you should watch that I'll tell you one film I didn't like of
1: his and this is now at the risk of becoming fucking Film Review Central Six Underground
0: it was Six Underground
1: yeah and that was done purely for Netflix I believe if I, I, I remember rightly I not watch that it didn't come to the cinemas it just went straight to Netflix it was alright it was like Deadpool but he's trying to actively be the good guy. You could watch it, but you probably only watch it once. It wasn't his best.
0: Okay. I always remember a film. Uh, oh, God, this is going back a few years now. Uh, with him in it called Buried. Have you ever watched that? Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, where he's literally the only person in the film in a coffin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so the majority of the film. So when we first moved in, back when Blockbuster was an actual business, we rented that Both of us really loved it.
0: Really good film. Yeah. Well, well, while we're on the Ryan Reynolds just going off track, he's got a really famous quote about being a dad. Have you ever heard it? No. He goes, I used to say to Blake, obviously, his missus, I would take a bullet for you. I could never love anything as much as I love you. And he'd say that to his wife quite a lot. And then the second he looked into his baby's eyes, he knew at that exact moment, if they were under attack he would use his wife as a human (laughs) shield. So that's like a typical Ryan Reynolds thing to say, isn't it? (laughs) Last recommendation. This is is more of a YouTube thing, to be honest with you, but I can tell you I've lost hours and hours watching this guy. And I don't know if I've ever talked about it before, but have you ever heard of a person called Bald and Bankrupt? Can't say I have. He does travel videos... But he does like travel videos of the weirdest places you would ever, ever think about. He speaks two random languages. He speaks Herdu and he speaks Russian. So he goes like down old Soviet, uh, like proper rundown Russian villages and just like starts talking to random people. I'm not selling it, I'm not giving it any justice, but just give like an hour of your time to go watch a couple of his videos. <laughs> Because you will be obsessed Okay He's like in his late 40s His businesses broke up Like he'd become bankrupt And he split up with his wife And he just thought Well fuck it I'm going to go travel around Russia And then he's got like I think it's three and a half million subscribers on YouTube So he's doing all right for himself Okay But yeah Just give Baldwin Bankrupt just a little watch It shouldn't be entertaining But it really really is that's my recommendation. Let me know how you get on with that next week. i tell you what I did do. The Bob
1: Burnham album that you recommended last week, love the album. Have you watched the special on Netflix?
0: Oh, my God, there's a special on Netflix. That
1: is. So the album is the official soundtrack from, it's an hour and a half long special.
0: Wow, okay. Well, we'll definitely so, that, watch tomorrow. The, the,
1: there is your recommendation. It's, it's just as weird as the songs.
0: I'll definitely, definitely, definitely give that a watch Placebo have come out with a new couple of new songs as well I don't know if he was ever a massive Placebo fan But they've just come out of the woodwork After like eight years I mean, is it just as good as the old stuff? Do you know what? I've only listened to one track To me, it was phenomenal It, But it was probably phenomenal Because it sounded like old Placebo If that makes sense It just sounded like their old stuff Okay. I think it was called Remembering James or something like that. I'd have to give it. It's on Apple, Apple Cast or Spotify or whatever it's called. Just give them a listen. As are. Oh, so Ramblin' Dabs Oh meant. Have, oh, God. Impossible. Ramblin' Dumbbell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't search for. Don't search for. Yeah. Blah
1: blah 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 blah, she'll not find
0: us. Beautiful James. That's what it's called. Beautiful James. That's a really good. And you can find that um Apple Music, just like you can find ramblings of dad men.
1: I mean, that whole segment staying in. <laughs>
0: I'm not editing that out. Oh, God, it was so much better without the editor. <laughs> editing. Well, we are 37 weeks today.
1: Uh, if there was, like, again, if we had visuals at this point, it'd just be like a constant red flashing warning light going off. I know.
0: Well, funny you should mention that. So I remember talking on the podcast or oh, many, many weeks ago, and I told you about the countdown little blackboard that we have in our living room. Yeah. And you were saying about it's when it gets down to single figures that it starts getting real, and that's when it gets scary. Yeah. Well, I know we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and I talked about um, our growth scan, and there was a thinking that they may. Induce at 37 weeks? Well, the good news is baby has grown. She's now £5.10. So she's growing in her own centile so that they are not overly concerned. So they're going <laughs> to leave her in for a couple more weeks with it being it highly, highly likely.
1: <laughs> I, know, I know that's a very serious thing. It's great. Obviously, she's progressing. It's just the way you said they're going to leave her in. Like, yeah. there's just a little fucking door you can just open up and go, let's have a look. Yeah, yeah. no, that's not yeah. quite browned off yet. Let, yeah. let's, just, let's just leave it in for
0: another couple of minutes.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> Turn that time back on. <laughs> if only Becky, it would be that easy for her.
1: <laughs> Get fucking Paul Hollywood coming into your you, delivery
0: suite. Sucky bottom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's very, very, very likely that they will do a like induce at 39 weeks just to double check everything baby will be healthy i mean there's a very good chance that baby won't you know will may want to come earlier or come naturally but yeah. I, we, we we think 39 weeks is the cut-off point so from today it's gone down to 14 days which means by the end of the week we will be in single figures scary scary times
1: yeah, but it's good though. I mean, obviously, it's, it's you know, Big Bird has definitely worked.
0: Well, yeah. So she had a midwife um, appointment on the, the day before our scan, and she she's saying that oh, my, my partner's been feeding me, you, you know, not feeding me, but been trying to feed me a little bit. And the midwife like, why do all men ever do that? Because it doesn't make a fucking difference. Well, it clearly does, midwife, because you've <laughs> put on a pound.
1: Exactly. Fucking listen to us. eh? We don't yeah. need no fucking medical certified expert to validate <laughs> our claims. We yeah. are men. We know what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> we Did know the- how a woman's body works. <laughs> I all all our followers have just left us. <laughs> <laughs> Chauvinistic pricks. <laughs> we are joking. But yeah, no, so baby's grown, which is good. Did she- the baby have a cheeseburger in her hand
1: on the scan? Do
0: you know what the baby keeps doing? Eating the placenta. It's like she's eating the placenta all of the time.
1: I, I mean, like- is that, again, not like a thing from Alien? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like... Apparently, it's a thing for people to eat their placenta once it's come out. Maybe baby's just like in a recommendation. Like,
1: Where's that she'll, medical expert?
0: She'll, she'll go on. Just sacked. <laughs> yeah. As soon, as soon as she comes out, she'll go on TripAdvisor and recommends the uh, placenta. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh. yeah, it was nice and warm, but some fucker kept opening the door and checking if I was ready to come out. Um, <laughs> but the food was really good. Highly recommend would we'll stay again. Four and a half stars. Also, there's a guy who lives next door who snores a lot and
0: has smelly feet. That would be them. <laughs> I only snore when I've eat, like, eaten lots of rich food. That's
1: not what Becky's
0: been saying. <sighs> well, I think that day that she said something, I had a kebab. So She
1: said that you only snore on days ending in Y.
0: <laughs> mm. Well, baby is the size of a winter melon now. And if you know what a winter melon is, please let me know because I haven't a clue.
1: I'm fucking Googling it. It just looks like a melon, like a half melon, half cucumber. Oh, really? I've seen them. I know what it looks I know what it is now from seeing them in the shops. But, I mean, it's just educational for me now at this point. (laughs) I wonder what a winter melon tastes like. Placenta, Mm -hmm. I guess.
0: (laughs) Placenta. Yeah. With the baby very likely to come up in two weeks' time, um, that will actually take us to the 28th of this November. So this has led to a very tense conversation in our household about when the Christmas tree goes up. I mean, if Becky had her way, it'd be up in September. If I had my way, it will probably be up in the 20th of December. Fucking so, Grinch. I'm not a Grinch. I'm just practical. I can hear you yeah. sucking on that humbug right now. Last year, I, I had my own place, and I didn't even put a Christmas tree up.
1: I sort of get it, why you wouldn't, but at the same time, you're like, you
0: look at a Christmas tree, and you instantly think, fucking hell, yes, it's Christmas. Well, the That's... reason why I didn't put a Christmas tree up, because I wasn't at the house, from when I met Becky, we've been inseparable either since, it's either been at her house or, or, or my house, but... Over in December, I was not mine like three or four times. There was just no point in decorating it because we were out and about anyway. I mean, last year, obviously,
1: the world was a crazy place. So I got authority to put our tree up early. And it was probably around about this week last year where we put our tree up. At that point, no one could come in your house, so no one could see. So I bet wasn't going to be embarrassed. But obviously, everyone needed that little bit of cheering up. So yeah. We put ours up very early last year, but traditionally we don't put it up until sort of first weekend of de-
0: in December. I think the first weekend of December is reasonable. Obviously, we we have the added difficulty this year in that Becky probably isn't going to be able to <laughs> to sit down properly or stand properly. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, so that she wants to get it done next week, which will be the middle of November. Is that too early? However, I mean, Flossie and I went to the park earlier on and already noticed someone's gone mega effort with a Christmas Christmas house.
1: There's people in our estate that got lights up as well, which is fucking ass. <laughs> and you know what? Common sense approach. I'm sort of on, on Becky's side here. I think the sooner you do it, the better. Yes, yeah, she's going to be waddling around as long as she can actually do it because she, she leaves it to you. They'll you'll just have loads of fucking decorations at the front and nothing around the back.
0: I think that's more of her anxiety she wants to get it up because you won't trust me to do it.
1: And you're not gonna to want to be asked about with that. You know, once the baby's here, you wanna just
0: you're gonna to wanna to just be
1: sat down enjoying the baby together. Yeah. So I'd say get it out of the way. Get it up tonight. And then put the tree up as well.
0: <laughs> we've rambled on for, for a good while now when we've not even talked about Podmin. How are you doing for Podman?
1: There's good reason for that, because I've got...
0: Fuck all! <laughs> I, have, I don't think I've got any, actually. Although, I do want to hang my head in shame. And <laughs> uh, someone mentioned that they were listening to the podcast today. They were a couple of weeks behind and wanted to know if I had strapped a watermelon to me yet, because they wanted to see the pictures... I was wondering how we were getting on the forfeit.
1: Still no worth it yet. Good. It's a stay of execution on that one. <laughs> That's good. That's it's good. coming. Somebody who I know did actually give us a bit of feedback as well. And love the podcast, which is great. But one of the things they asked was, what the fuck is Podmin? Oh. So <laughs> I feel like because the last couple of weeks we've had none, people have no context what Podmin is. <laughs> So I just want to clarify that that is actually podcast admin, where me and Matt actually basically say, we fucked up on this. It's a correction.
0: It doesn't always have to be bad, but it's just funny when it is, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, some of the better
1: ones have been 16 pages from you.
0: Yeah, exactly. One of the very brief things I wanted to speak about this week was, as we've just mentioned, we are two weeks to go. One how did you prepare or cope with the I guess it's difficult for you because you didn't necessarily know when it was going to happen whereas we've kind of got an end date or at least we think we have and then about first times as well like the first time you hold the baby the first time like talk to me a little bit about first times and the connection I guess isn't it because obviously
1: yeah I know I know I know know completely where you go I actually did see a really powerful image the other day although women carry the baby you know in the the bellies for nine months but it actually said that you know the the bloke has got this baby in the head for nine months i cannot tell
0: you how that has just struck a chord to me (laughs) like that is (laughs) so true it's all you think about
1: and you do get a little bit of jealousy that, you know, the women can feel them moving and you don't want to be overbearing and that's kind of touching. I just want to highlight for any, for any women listening that it blocks. You know, they do 100% constantly. It fills every waking thought. So like a couple of things that you'll go through, the, the first, something like what you just mentioned then, like the first feed, the first moments, the first time you see them, the things like that. We didn't do skin to skin. Judge me however you want. I don't really give a fuck. Um, (laughs) We didn't do that It's just not for us But Georgia has had nothing but love and affection from us And she knows that The first feed That was left down to me Every occasion And that's probably the first time you'll pick the baby up And it's probably one of the scariest things you will do It's invaluable This little child is given to you And nobody's focusing on you Nobody's watching you And you can't drop it but you've got to go and pick it up and know how to hold this baby and then maneuver it, that's the hardest bit as well because you'll pick it up and you'll put one hand under its head and then your other hand is sort of supporting body weight. But then how do you move it when, so, the baby's head's in your left hand and move that head into your your elbow so you can feed the baby without dropping it with only one fucking hand? It's like you need a third hand. Um, That's the shit that I went through, like, what do I do? And then you do like some weird fucking woman's secret handshake with her to maneuver the baby into this magical position. Maybe Becky will do the first feed with, you know, breastfeeding or whatever. But I did the first feed with Georgia and you don't know how much they want. They'll know when to stop. Little things like that is just when you do start to to physically bond with that baby. All of that time is precious, and you go through a lot of first, like the first time you see them, the first time you feed them maybe, the first time you hold them. A lot of them are very, they'll stay with you forever, regardless of what, whatever you do. We took a couple of pictures, first picture of Beck old in Georgia, the first picture of me old in Georgia, and, and they become precious memories. Little things like that, it's invaluable. You will go through, you, you know, your first of everything, so you'll have your first Christmas. You know, the first birthday, the first Easter, little things like that. That's when your life will gradually start to change, where everything becomes child-centric.
0: Yeah, when two or three years ago, our Christmas Day was waking up hungover, you know, after being in the pool. or this year. And last year, to be fair, it'll be waking up at half five, won't it, for Father Christmas has been. Guess I, I cannot tell you how much I'm looking forward to it, and I cannot tell you how much I'm I I, I just want to meet her now. I think Becky's the same. We're having funny little moments. <laughs> I don't I don't know if she'll kill me for telling this. Uh, it's not bad. The baby's moving around quite a bit, and she's she's got funny little elbows that's going in all over the places. And <laughs> the other day she was pushing Becky's belly button out. <laughs> Like like she would actually God. pull it outside of the belly button, almost like alien where she's out of the belly. But yeah, it it's the most exciting, nerve wracking and scariest thing ever. But at the same time,
1: it's it's the best thing you'll ever do and experience and it's magical.
0: It it does genuinely
1: breathe life back into Christmas, you know, where it might have become this pit of of hungoverness and needing a bacon barn but realizing all oh, McDonald's are shut. Rather than seeing it that way, you then flip it on its head to having you know, like an elf on the shelf or something like that and thinking of different and imaginative ways just to sort of see a reaction out of the, the kid. And I can't explain how many moments we've had, you know, like birthdays and Christmases and stuff like that, you know, where we've done stuff and and prepared stuff or whatever for the birthdays and that, and then come down and got the perfect reactions out of Georgia or whatever. Callum, it does change everything. It changes your life, you know, rather than you being the centre of your universe. Exactly what Reynolds said, that this child then becomes the centre of your universe. You're just seeing them happy, just little things and moments, just make everything
0: worthwhile. Yeah, definitely. It stays special for a long time. Well, I was going to say, I, I guess it will stay special for the for the next couple of years in terms of, I mean, we've talked about Christmas a little bit, so let's use Christmas as an example. The next two Christmases, it's unlikely that she's going to really understand Christmas, isn't it? So, like, you get to a third Christmas or a fourth Christmas and then it becomes that bit more magical again because she starts to understand what father christmas is and 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 and, and the presents that it gets and i know Flossie was the same last year is that i think that was there she really started to understand that if you're a good girl or a uh, a good good boy for all the, all, all the good boys that are listening uh, father christmas gives, gives you presents and you know it's something that you build on for the next 12 months i guess it's all about progression isn't it parenthood yeah you're not the most important person of your yeah. life anymore, isn't it? And th- and that's the difference, I guess. Um, my brother was a good example of this in in terms of. I think he was the first person. Hello, Adam, if you're listening, I'm <laughs> sure you'll try and punch me in the balls when you when you hear this. But uh, he was uh, he was a bit of a didn't really have any direction in life. And to be honest, having kids at a relatively young age of 19, 20. That kind of changed his life where he said, well, I need to pull my finger out. Let's get a job. Let's do this. Let's do it. And, and it's probably the best thing that ever happened to him. I'm a little bit further on from 20. But, you know, it's certainly been the best thing that's happened to me. And she's not here yet. Well, I guess on that somber note. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's somber. I think, that's, um, I think
1: that's quite a nice note to end it on. Yeah, serious. A
0: little bit of advice. A little bit of... I think it's a good time to end Thanks everyone for listening We'll see you next week See you next week